Yo. This is Robert. We're going to talk to Rebecca. And she's going to talk to us about her values and read some of her poetry, which is really beautiful. Um, we have some technical difficulties and we spend some time talking about that. Please ignore that part. Uh, just sit back and enjoy Rebecca and her poetry. This is the Ancient Texan. Yo. Hey. Guess what? It's not friendly to my basement. Every time I walk down to my basement so I can be nice and quiet oh, by myself. Yeah. Off, so I'll just pace around upstairs. Okay. I like you were cutting in and out and then I was like, um, I don't know where you went. And then it said, Thanks for recording. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> uh, do you have a chance to look over that uh, questionnaire on your values yeah just like what are my core values kind of like how did i get them that kind of stuff so we're recording right now so why don't you tell whoever listens to this a little bit about yourself sure so my name is rebecca i'm 30 i uh grew up in like rural pennsylvania or i guess like I mean, it was pretty rural, kind of in between Hershey and Elizabethtown. Uh, very white, very Republican, very Christian uh, area. Um, but I kind of like pride myself on being able to not <laughs> like conform to all of that. Um, you know, not that those things are bad, but definitely a closed minded area. Um, so I chose to do my undergrad and grad work at Westchester University of Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Philadelphia. So a little more, you know, diverse area kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. I write poetry. I'm into arts and crafts. I like to sing and dance. Um, but really poetry is the art that I've been focusing most on recently so I've been writing How long poetry you been writing since poetry? I've been 12 um, and a lot of it started from feeling feelings of not feeling like I belong in this world so uh, I knew that I was gay when I was 12 years old but I didn't have words I didn't know what gay meant I didn't know you know that two women could love each other because of where I grew up like that was not something that was talked about or you know even like that I would see and it wasn't as big in media um, so I was really kind of depressed because you know my friends were talking about boys and I would think to myself well I don't like these boys like I'm not interested in them like is something wrong with me um you know so I kind of turned to poetry to express those feelings and just kind of never stopped since then <laughs> mm. yeah I've noticed your poetry's in some way you you tell the story of your life through yeah. your poetry I've, you know, I've been lucky enough to listen to some of it. Um, so 
what if, if you're going to say what your core values are like i think of core values like honesty and that kind of stuff or but you know it could be beauty or something what what would you say your you know if you had to pick you know the top two or five or whatever your top core values sorry, what do you uh, think it'd be my phone said it was trying to reconnect can you re-ask the question Um, mm-hmm. if you were going to pick your core values, what would they be? Like the, you know, the top two or three or however sure. many you want to, like so honesty or when whatever. when I was in college, um, I, you know, never thought I would join a sorority. Um, and so, uh, when I was invited to this, like, you know, recruitment party, I was thinking to myself, all right, I'm going to meet these girls and I'm going to want nothing to do with them, right? So I go to this like recruitment party and um, it was for Find Me Fraternity and I was just talking to some, you know, women and I asked them, you know, well, like, tell me about, you know, your organization. And um, the three main values of the organization are love, honor, and truth. So you know, not necessarily unconditional love, but like loving people, um, which I think is like super important because I think when people don't feel love, that's, they're not, they can't be them best self, their best selves. Um, and then honor. So being an honorable person. So being someone that, you know, makes good decisions, makes decisions based on, you know, everyone and like how it could pack impact everyone so being not necessarily selfless but definitely not being selfish either um so part of in our organization you like strive to achieve noble womanhood um and so that's kind of what that's based off of and then like truth so you know each organization has a creed um and there's a line in our creed that says believing that our given word is binding um so one of my um core values is honesty and truthfulness um not lying because i really don't think like lying you know really never helps anyone Um, and people like to challenge me on that. They'll say, so if I was wearing an outfit and I didn't look good in it, would you lie? Right. And it's like, well, you know, I, and you know, something that would be, I, but at the same time, if my friend was wearing something that didn't look good on her, I would find a very kind and polite way to say, like, maybe pick something else. these together i've never had yeah it told me that i lost connection yep it told me that i was done recording oh so i don't even know what is the last thing you heard me say um 
I heard you say that someone, you know, asked you um, about if they look good, and you would tell them in a kind way that uh, right they, that that maybe they might want to put something else on, or you know, uh, help them find something else to wear. Um, and what I said after that was that um, I, I don't think like any good comes from lying, even if it's like a little white fib like here or there um and no matter what like the truth will come out eventually so like why not just be truthful from the start so so this sorority that you joined Mm -hmm. what it it was kind of um you adopted their values and they happen to fit in with what you thought as a person also. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like the sorority had the values, right. But I feel like that those values spoke to me. Um, and that's why I decided, you know, this could be an organization that I could be a part of because I already valued honesty. I already valued like loving people you know and then thinking about like honor um and a lot of the creed is about like you know making sure that everyone's taken care of and um you know walking in the way of honor that you know the things that we do in our lives should be you know that there should be good good behind them not you know ulterior motives so um so I would say that those are like then at the same time like I really value like people as individuals and like you know diversity and equity and inclusion kind of stuff which I know people say but I think the difference between you know allyship as an adjective and allyship as a verb is you know I actively try to learn more about communities and minoritized populations that I don't know about um, versus just being like, well, I don't hold that identity, so I don't need to know about it. L- last night I saw this movie with my family. It was about this the first uh, man to undergo, it was like in 1930, an operation to you know become a woman. Gender affirmation. Yep. Yep. And... Uh, his wife was amazing mm-hmm. that she loved him well him became yeah. her loved her through the whole thing even though it meant she lost this guy she mm-hmm. loved you know, within mm-hmm. a minute. and then she supported the operations yeah. and him trying to move on but you know, died after the second operation but I thought, wow, when you reminded me of that when you said you believe in love, not unconditional love. But it yeah. would be nice every once in a while to experience that unconditional love. A few right. Times. And, and, you know, you've heard me say this before that, you know, part of the reason I believe in conditional love is because of the work that I do. Um, working with women in domestic violence situations, you know, we're told like we should love our partner unconditionally, not if that partner is beating you every day, right? Like they don't deserve that unconditional love. So, you know, I I like to explain why I say like loving conditionally is important. Um, 
you know, because the women that I see love, you know, or the, the survivors that I work with are loving their partners unconditionally. And these, these abusers don't deserve that, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess they have to love themselves too. Yeah. That, that is, that is part of it. Yeah. Sometimes that is part of it. Yeah. Well, you, you have anything that you want to, else you want to add on the, values or are you ready to read us one of your poems uh yeah i'm ready so i have a few picked out i didn't know how many you wanted me to read um so it's up to you you tell me so, so let's say three okay. uh, that's always the magic number okay so this first one is called see a pantoum so it has like a specific um pattern to the lines and stuff so Um, And that's P-A-N-T-O-U-M, if anyone wants to, you know, look it up. So it's called See Me. Let the world see me. This is my battle cry to every passerby for me to be fully free. This is my battle cry, my only request of far and nearby for me to be fully free, allowing myself to live authentically. My only request of far and nearby, stop asking why. Allowing myself to live authentically, listen to my reply. Stop asking why. I beg, I plea, listen to my reply. Because I am somebody. I beg, I plea, I cry, I sigh. Because I am somebody. I am not nobody. I sigh. I cry. Stop and listen, please. I am not nobody. Let the world see me. Mm, I liked it. you have some background on that? How um, that so I'm now? looking at when I wrote it. I wrote it in May of 2018. Um, at that point in time, I felt like I was in a job where I felt like I was being judged a lot and people didn't really want to listen to what I had to say. Um, you know, and, and I think that was really frustrating for me. So I think that that's kind of like where that came from. Um, Fits. Yeah. So, um, so I think I'll just read two. Um, this next one we, uh, I wrote during one of our poetry meetups, um, so the prompt was about using the words um like purity truth or honesty or something like that so i I, you know kind of clung on to the word uh purity so um it doesn't have a title but here goes the concept of purity purity rings purity balls saving yourself for marriage Well, excuse my language, but what the fuck is that about? Actually, do not excuse me. I am not sorry for my beliefs that women's bodies should be owned by one owns womanly body. And why? Why do women have to lose their virginity? What exactly are they losing? Maybe losing the idea that sex and sexuality are some kind of object to be obtained or traded or stolen or sold. Fuck that shit and just let women be women own their own bodies and fuck whomever they goddamn well please and thank you for listening to my TED talk <laughs> so I, lo- I like that yeah, one so 
kind of has to do with like you know my values and beliefs and women having autonomy over their own bodies um well it's the it's the same old story where a guy that goes around and has a lot of sex is called a stud and a woman is called a yep. whore for doing exactly the same thing yeah i mean it's like women we we don't we only want to talk about women's sex and sexuality in relationship to men most of the time um and you know and in government and stuff we're letting men make decisions about what women can do with their bodies um and like i don't know if you know about like purity balls and stuff but basically it's like these young girls that are committing to stay they're committing to their fathers to stay virgins until their father gives them away at their wedding so it's wow. like so like in my that blow fucked up <laughs> you know like it's yeah. so it's like you know and then and then what does that do to that girl if she does have sex before marriage right so she has this purity ball and her father like her dad gives her like a purity ring and stuff stuff like you know what does that do to that girl's like self image or self worth if she does decide to have sex before marriage you know and how her parents yeah. respond to that like those are really impactful things that I don't think everyone thinks about yeah I, I heard a thing this morning on the radio that I think it was eight men are meeting in Copenhagen like the Duval talks or something where a bunch of powerful men get together and then they plan the the sex lives of the women in Africa mm-hmm. <laughs> all men yep. doing the planning for the for the planet yep. so it's part of that same same thing yeah definitely so is there any other poem you want to share with us um so I wrote some like two new ones um just recently so I can read this one um I I like your stuff (laughs) thank you so this is one of my newest ones I have a few more that are in the works but this one is like complete so um this is definitely more of a performance piece um so and I haven't titled this one yet either because I'm not very good at that um others only see the mess that is me but she sees me so clearly those eyes I get lost in the touch of her light brown skin I don't know how but she messed with my heart and I miss her when we are apart apart from one another and she is like no other her skin her eyes her smile so say so many words without even speaking speaking to me saying so many things I need to hear like you are intelligent you are beautiful you are worthy of love of real love things I need to hear like do not let others dim your light do not let others determine who you are do not let others destroy your joy so many things I need to hear because no one else is saying them and haven't been for years for four years I was living a life full of barren embraces and conditional love only fools live to tell about but fools may not be foolish they can trick you into thinking into believing you are not worthy of anything confusing your thoughts clouding your judgment challenging your sense of direction directions that should make sense that once did make sense but just don't not anymore but getting lost in her led 
but getting lost led me to her embrace and when she touches me my skin burns like fire with desire for more only too much more she cannot give me i'm grateful for what i have been given being seen heard touched embraced in new ways ways that have told me no matter how long or short our time together lasts every minute every second it was all worth the risk i was worth the risk wow that was beautiful thank you wow thank you you're welcome uh, you, you have any more that you'd like to share or um i think i think the others aren't done yet but maybe maybe we can share i can share more again at another time okay that that works All too right, cool well i it'll take me um an hour or so to patch these together and post okay. it and then, then i'll i'll send you a All link right, sounds good and i appreciate you from coming yeah, on here no problem uh, you're i'm i'm kind of on a learning curve i you know i have this idea of talking to a lot of people and talking about their values and kind of getting people to to kind of think about that subject because i think it's important and, and then i like poetry yeah. so I mean, I, don't have I bet too quite. I was gonna say, I, I bet. Like I mean, people write about things that you know they know about. I write a lot about what I believe and what I feel. Um, so I think other some some other people in the in the poetry group might be you know interested or willing to to come on as well. So you can always ask them. Okay. Well, thanks for spearheading this. No effort. problem. <laughs> All right. You have a good night. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Uh, that's fine.